Well, bless the Lord and greedy saints of God. We welcome you to Triple C Podcast on this last Sunday in the month of April, 2023. Let us open with a word of prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, here we try once again to be a good student of your scriptures, of your word. It is our desire, God, that you be glorified, that we be edified, that the devil be horrified, because no matter what, we press our way through. We've not quit. We've not stopped seeking your face. Dear God, we pray that you will continue to build us up, grow us up, and mature us in this gospel. We thank you now. Bless every listener of this Triple C podcast in Jesus' name that we pray. And may the words of my mouth and the meditation of thy heart be acceptable in thy sight, my Lord, my strength, and my Redeemer. And may every listening ear reap something from this message on today in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, again, greetings and bless you all as we look at another Sunday Triple C podcast. We want to go to Mark chapter 8, looking at verses 34 through 38. Mark chapter 8, verses 34 through 38. I'll be reading from the King James Version of the Bible, and then I'll paraphrase a little bit from the Amplified Version. So the Word of God reads from the Red Letter Edition of the Bible, Mark chapter 8, verses 34 through 38. And when he had called the people unto him with his disciples also, he said unto them, Whosoever will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whosoever will save his life shall lose it. But whosoever shall lose his life for my sake and the gospels, the same shall save it. For what shall it profit a man if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? Or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? Last verse for today. Whosoever therefore shall be ashamed of me and of my words in this adulterous and sinful generation, of him also shall the Son of Man be ashamed when he cometh in the glory of his Father with the Holy angels. May God bless us all as the readers, hearers, and doers of his word. This Sunday's podcast is titled, Don't Forget About Your Soul. Don't Forget About Your Soul. So as we look at the current state of where we are, I asked oh, several days ago, and just looking at where we are, understanding life and understanding the uh, opportunity to just be who you are and what you want to be in life, God has never told us what we can or can't do uh, because he's given us the freedom to have choice to do and make decisions that we want to make. But as we've all learned and we know through life, with every decision becomes with responsibility and every responsibility has things that come after it. So as we look at the word of God, we trust that God's word will open our minds, our hearts to just kind of give us some light on what we need to do. And maybe this podcast message today will speak to somebody's heart, somebody's mind. Maybe you've been struggling where you are. Maybe you trying to wrestle with this, the positional state that you have in life. And as we know the world, the world in its state. So let's just look at where we are. The current state of men, we look at even in the midst of the remnants of the follow-on of the pandemic. People are still getting sick. People are now, I think the medical facilities and the doctors and the hospitals are combining everything like the flu 
and and uh, our sinus problems, our allergies, along with COVID. And I think they're just almost classifying everything still as COVID if you get sick. So, and the other thing is the enemy is trickery. I don't believe, and this is a Tonyism. I don't believe that in the midst of this three-year pandemic that the medical experts were ever able to narrow down a specific result of anything that COVID has brought into people's lives. I mean, people have a variation of manifestations and a lot of different things that you just can't put your finger on. Our bodies, from your taste, your smell, to your senses, to the physical attributes of your body, our bodies have responded in so many different ways. I don't think the medical experts know how to put it on because guess what? We're not bigger than what God will allow. We're not bigger than God. We're not even nowhere half the strength of what God allows the enemy to bring into our realm of living. We look at the family. The families are still struggling. Uh, the rapid rate of how families are being imploded and destroyed from the inside out. Little by little, I think we all deal with the major catastrophes fairly well, but lots of times it's those little subtle things that creep up in us, creep up on us, come into our family lives, come in in such a subtle way, and before you know it, something that's a minor becomes a major. You think about the church. The church has changed. In COVID, we've learned a lot of things when we, everybody was instructed to stay home. A lot of people realize, hopefully, that you realize that the physical building is not your God. You realize that church, you are the church and that your spiritual faith comes from your belief, your study, your prayer, and your relationship with God through his son, Jesus Christ, and the working of the Holy Spirit and not that building. That building is an inanimate object. Some people are with work. We've learned that a lot of people just don't want to work. I mean, so many things have happened in the midst of COVID. You can't even bundle them all up and put them in a box. When you think about the state of the world, you've heard me say in previous podcasts, from the White House to the church house to our house. The reason I use that analogy, because that's where we live every day. We're, we're, we're in, inundated with media blitz from political bureaucracy, from what all the money and the things that we have in politics, but yet none of it trickles down to the veterans. They're constantly trying to cut programs that help people who have served this country and lost limbs, lost life, lost all kinds of things. And we see the struggle, but yet we still, every time the political year comes around, we vote the same people back in, but expect a different result. That's my little bit of politics on that piece, but it happens where we are. And then you look at your own personal life. A lots of times God has given us what we need in scripture. He's given us the guidance, but we oftentimes disregard the, the biblical truth of God's word and we go off on our own path. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 says, lean not to thine own understanding, but in all of thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct my, thy path. Even myself, I find myself where God has tried to reel me away from things and I still try to tug because that's your human flesh. That's the devil himself trying to keep us separated from God. You think, and let me drop this in your spirit when I'm coming down by your street. Do you think that the devil wants our relationships between husband and wife, 
father, son, mother, daughter, father, daughter, father, a mother, son, to still be bonded and tight. The enemy, I say John 10 and 10 repeatedly throughout the podcast years, because why? The thief that we speak about is very real. He don't want peace in our homes. He want confusion. He loves divorce. He loves people being angry. He loves people not having a, a calm spirit. He loves us always running, walking on eggshells, and, and you name it. That's what the enemy loves for us to do. But we need to understand where we are in life in Jesus Christ in that regard. So we got to find that place in the Lord and know how God is moving for us, through us, and to us. We got to believe that God is able to structure no matter what our situations are. That's what we should be seeking to do in the name of Jesus Christ. So when we look at this word, here's what God took us to Mark. And this is just one thing he said, don't forget about your soul. When you think about your soul, think about the potential of living in a life that God has never promised in human life that's going to be always a bed of roses or a bunch of pleasantries. God has never promised any of us any of those things. He's promised us to be with us, to walk with us, to talk with us, to be our God that we can be his children. And that's where we are. So just, just a little bit and just don't know, and maybe one of the subjects, and this is not general to anybody or anything, it's just I believe that God will allow us to have refreshers and reminders so that we can make sure we seek the face of God. Because when we lean to our own understanding, we will misinterpret people's thoughts. We will misunderstand certain things. We will speculate things that may not be accurate or right. And then there we go down a slippery slope or a path that ain't really real. It's the tactic of the enemy to cause division. We have to be careful in the name of the Lord. So let's go to Mark and see what Mark says, and then we'll see what the scriptures will give us, and then we will move on this morning in the name of the Lord. But he says, and when he called his he called the people, he was coming through, and let me just backtrack a little bit. He was going through Capernaum. He was going through Jerusalem. He was going through the places, and he was out in the wilderness. This is when Jesus was on his mission. Here's where he was at. He was preaching the kingdom of God at hand. We've got to get back to preaching the kingdom of God is at hand. He's coming back one day. And that's what I believe he wants us to tell people. He is coming back one day. So let's look at the scriptures and then we'll move on and then we'll soon close the podcast down. So he gave the word and when he called the people unto him with his disciples, his disciples was with the people, that crowd, the Bible calls it a throng, T-H-R-O-N-G. That throng means many people. They were there. He had got the attention of the people and he was letting them know. And this is the message that he gave them. Whosoever meaning it wasn't just to the Jew, it was to the Gentile and the Jew. Whosoever will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. Remember I had said in the book of Matthew chapter six and verse 33, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all of those other things in the, th in the 32nd verse to the first verse would be added. The Gentiles were worried about clothes, food, raiment, and other things. The Lord Jesus through God was telling them, you need to seek spirituality first. And I'll add the things. I know what you need of. I know when you don't feel well. I know when you get sick. I know when you're about to get sick. I know when money's about to come into your life. I know when you're about to go down the wrong path. I know what you do. I built you. I made you. Say it to the Lord. That's what he says to us. But then he says, into doing, following him. 
there's a couple of things God extracted out of the scripture that I hope that it will be beneficial to somebody along the way. In verse 34, he says this. So don't forget the subject. Don't forget about your soul. He said, whosoever will come after me, let him what? There's a couple of things. The first thing is to deny self. What does that mean? That means quit being selfish as it pertains to God. We got to give up the, the fleshly ways of the things that we desire. Is it easy? No, sir. No, ma'am. There's things that's going to tug at our minds, that's going to tug at our lives, that's going to tug at what we want to do outside of the things of God. So I'm not saying it's going to be easy. I'm not saying you flip a script and it's a done deal. Our body, Paul says it, there's no good thing that dwelleth in my flesh. But the Lord Jesus was telling his disciples and telling those people, you got to deny yourself. And then he says, take up your cross. What does that mean? That means deny yourself, take up the spiritual cross and mission and method of God because there's a purpose in the life in which we live down here on earth when it pertains to spirituality. And then he says, and follow him. How do we follow? We follow. They, the disciples that walk with Jesus, had the physical opportunity to walk with Jesus for as long as he was in his role of walking and spreading the gospel as an adult. You and I have to spiritually walk by faith. We walk by the prayer, by the word, by the guidance and the seeking of his kingdom and his righteousness. That's how we walk and take up our spiritual cross and follow Jesus. It's the belief that God incarnated himself a body, that Jesus came down, lived into the earth, 33 years, had a message, and he was serving the father, the master, and he had a mission to go be the sacrificial lamb on that cross so that we can have a real life and right to supernatural spirituality in eternity. And that's what Jesus was telling them, to do that, to not deny the things that he want to give you as a Christian. But you got to understand something. Let me caveat that by saying this. The world and all of its antics will do everything to oppose the teaching of God's word. I'm not talking about what I've heard. I'm talking about what we experience. I'm talking about what we live every day. We've got to believe that we don't live in a glass bubble or a glass box as if because I don't bother nobody. I can assure you, Tanya and I do our best to try not to ever hurt, harm, or do anything to hurt anybody. But do you think that we're exempt from the trickery of the enemy? You think we're exempt from trial and tribulation? You think we're exempt from him trying to come into our home, trying to come between us at different times? Things happen. And that's what happens to all of us Christians. I'm not talking about, me and Tom talking about every Christian that has accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. We are not exempt from the temptations of the enemy to come in to try to hinder our spiritual soul being fed. Amen. So here we are. The things, the first thing is in verse 34, deny self, take up the spiritual cross, follow Jesus. It sounds simple, doesn't it? But guess what? We're going to be challenged on every hand by every imp, every schism, everything of the enemy to try to prevent you from getting as close to the Lord Jesus Christ as you can. Because the devil himself knows that's the only way of our great escape is to stay connected to the power source. 
Amen. So verse 35, as we move into 35 and 36, he says, and he opens and continue, for whosoever will save his life shall lose it, but whosoever shall lose his life for my sake and the gospels, the same shall save it. Let me just paraphrase what that means from what I've understood through the study. He says, if you're trying to save all of your human attributes, you're trying to save your, and this is the way I wrote it, and hopefully this will help somebody. So here's the thing. When you look at the spirit life, it's a great life. But what happens is oftentimes we try to save image, we try to save name, we try to save position, we try to save prestige, we try to save our reputation and our name. Oftentimes you hear us say in life, all I got is my word and my name. And we know that we're hindered on every front with our word and our name. If the enemy can get you to try to save all of that and not worry about your spirituality, what does that mean? That means sometimes people are, are hindered by because they're afraid to tell people they're a Christian. Because oftentimes Christians get an image. Why? Because sometimes we don't do exactly what we say. Oftentimes we do opposite of what we say. Oftentimes we do opposite of the scripture. So the world only people who said they don't believe in the Lord, don't claim Christianity, don't walk with the Lord. There's a there's a microscope or, or there's that 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 scope on you for every little thing you say, everything little thing you do. They're going to flip it on you and say, I thought you were. I thought you were. But guess what? You are. But God never said that you're not going to ever cause and, and stumble and fall. He said in the scriptures, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Even though we may have been walking with Jesus Christ for a many, many years, we are still open and susceptible to, to stepping, tripping, falling, and stumbling. Let's be real. God never said that in this human life, we're going to walk a perfect life. There is no perfect Christian in this human life in which we live. So I want you to know the spiritual life is a great life. It's a life of perfection. It's a life of training. It's a life of moving. It's a life of falling, getting back up. It's a life of stumbling, but getting back and right with God. That's what life is in Christianity. So the, the, the first thing is deny self, take up the spiritual cross, follow Jesus and understanding not to try to save all of your human worldly things and deny your spiritual lifestyle. Don't do that. Amen. Let's look at 36, 37, 38, and we'll be here to close the podcast in just a minute. So he says in 35 again, for whosoever will save his life shall lose it, but whosoever shall lose his life for my sake and the gospels, the same shall save it. What does that mean? For his sake and the gospels. Guess what Jesus is? He was the word in the book of John. He was the word made what? Flesh that dwelt among his disciples. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. That means for you and I, the, the reference of Jesus when he was telling his disciples, when you try to lose your life for him and his sake and the gospels, for us, that means this, the one in the same is synonymous. He is the Father manifested. He is the Holy Spirit that returned. That's what we talk about the Trinity in that regard. He said, and the same shall save it. What does that mean? Because you can't save yourself. It's Jesus saving us from the world and from the penalty of sin, hell, death, and the grave. 
That's what saving us is. When I say my soul's being saved, that's what it's being saved from. I believe I'm saved by spirituality, but I'm constantly being saved every day from the penalties of sin, hell, death, and the grave that was never intended for people. It was intended and it is for Satan himself because he tried to overthrow God. And his time is not yet. He, the Bible says, he is up and down in the earth, roaming to and from, up and down in it, seeking whomever he may devour. The end is not yet, but it's coming. It's coming. And I'm almost done this morning. So when we look at that, verse 36, here's the question you got to ask yourself. What will you give up to gain power, control, status, image, what will you give up to be that person who's always the big I and everybody else is a little you? What will you give up, amen, to say that every time you walk in the room, it's all about you? What will you give up in, in gaining that? That's what he's talking about, gaining the world and all the things. Do you remember the scripture that when Jesus and Satan was together and Satan offered to give him the keys to his kingdom, which is the earth and all the power that's temporary, that he would just bow down and worship him? Don't we believe that's still applicable to us today? He's trying to trick us into worshiping him who is an Indian giver. Today he'll give it, but tomorrow he'll take it away. He's not giving gifts without repentance. He's giving gifts with repentance. God himself gives us gifts without repentance, meaning when God gives you a gift, he don't regret giving it to you. He gave it to you because he knows that you can use what he's giving you. But then he wants us to mature that gift as we learn to grow as a Christian. So in that regard, or, and this is what he said. So verse 36, 37. For what shall it profit a man if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? Or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? What will you try to barter with the devil to give up your spiritual permanency with God? What will you try to exchange just to have a name for yourself? What will you do? Here's the way we classify it. People sell their souls to the devil. That's the way we put it in earthly terminology. He sold his soul to the devil, meaning that, yeah, he appears to be rich, wealthy, and got a lot of power, but inwardly, he's miserable. Inwardly, he's separated from God. Inwardly, he sold his soul. Inwardly, he'll do whatever it takes to get whatever he wants at any cost. He will sell out anybody. He did what Judas did. If you know scripture, Jesus was sold out by Judas for 30 pieces of silver. He will sell you out at the drop of a dime. We've got to be careful who we've got in our court. We've got to be careful who says that's a part of our friendship. We've got to be careful who's a part of our entourage. If you have it and you call it an entourage, you've got to be careful who's riding with you, who's walking with you, who you claim to be a brother or a sister. They just may be an internal Judas in your life. They may, that, they may be that person that appears to be your friend, but Emily, they just just trying to hang out with you to see what you got so they can tell somebody and sell you out at one moment in time. Oh, help us, Holy Spirit. I hope we understand the topic of today's podcast is don't forget about your soul. And we're about to conclude the podcast on this morning. He says this, and this is where we are. So 37, 38 in closing. 
Or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? Amplified says, for what can a man as an exchange, a compensation, a ransom in return for his blessed life in the eternal kingdom of God? Our eternity is at risk when we sell out to get something from society. We sell out so that we want to blend in. In other words, trying to fit in with the crowd. You would rather deny being a Christian because the office you work in don't never talk about Christianity, don't never talk about the gospel, don't never talk about God, don't never talk about being blessed, don't believe in nothing that you believe in. So then you would rather compromise to be a part of the clique, to be a part of the group, than to stand out and be separated and know that Jesus Christ, God plus one, you are already in the majority. So as we get ready to close, the last thing is this. Here's where we close this morning. There's a smaller, slower song. I just want you to hear the words in the end. He says in verse 38, in conclusion, whosoever, that means anybody, everybody, therefore shall be ashamed of me, Jesus Christ, and of my words, the gospel, the good news in this what adulterous and sinful generation. He was talking to them then and the generations, as the Bible says, every generation's heart wax worse and worse. We always say, I don't know what's going on in the world. Yes, we do. The Bible says it, that as times gets closer to Jesus coming back, the hearts of man, children, men, boys get worse and worse. The separation of, of family is is getting worse and worse. The church is an uproar. The church has become a place oh, of den of thieves. We got people selling, robbing. We got divorce running high. We got murders everywhere. People driving and shooting. It's still real. He says in this regard, in this adulterous and sinful generation of him also shall the son of man be ashamed. So this is what I say in conclusion. When he cometh in the glory of his father with the holy angels. As I close this morning, do not. And this is what I said. And he said this to me. Don't ever be ashamed of your spirituality and your Christian life. Don't you ever deny your belief in your existence in Jesus Christ. If it calls you grief, if it calls you something, God will protect you. God plus one is the majority. As I close this morning, if you really believe and you don't forget about your soul, you will understand that you must have a spiritual balance in your life. Don't blame me. I too am a human. Though I'm a clergy called out, I'm one still in progress. I'm still working. I still step up. I still trip and stumble and fall. I don't cross every T. I don't dot every I. Hopefully I'm talking to somebody. So if you look at me and put me on a pedestal, I'm going to disappoint you. Why? Because I am still human in my creation, but I'm striving to just literally do better. But oftentimes when I feel like I've taken one step forward, I feel like I've gone two, three steps backwards. I think we all feel like that at some point in our life, but I want us to be encouraged. I want to be encouraged. I'm trying to be encouraged to let you know that it's good to know Jesus. It's good to have a firm foundation. It's good to have a relationship. It's good to know who you are and whose you are. But let me tell you this. I want you to close by saying this way. Don't ever be ashamed of your relationship in Jesus. And I want you to know that choose Jesus over silver, gold. Choose Jesus over the popularity in life. Choose Jesus over money. Choose Jesus over reputation. Choose Jesus over being the first because the Bible says, and the first shall be last and the last shall be first. So I close this morning by telling you, don't forget about your soul. 
What shall it profit a man if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? Or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? Let's close in a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for another opportunity of Triple C. I pray that don't be, don't forget about your soul is, is resonant in somebody's heart, their mind, and their spirit as it will be in mind, dear God, as I move forward through the remainder of the day going to this part of the week, dear God, on this first day of the new week. I pray, God, that you bless everybody, whatever they need, whatever they desire, that you bind us together, build us closer, uh, strengthen our relationships, let the love of God overshadow anything the enemy ever tries to do, God. Help us to Humble ourselves under your mighty hand that you can exalt us in due season. Bless every podcast listener and those that will get this download. And dear God, help me help them help the rest of us get this gospel for it is free. Bless everybody until the next time that we have a Triple C podcast. In Jesus' name, this is Tony signing off and be blessed. In the name of Jesus Christ, we just ask that you carry us home with this song. It's a very older song, but it's a little slower, but it's a blessing in the name of Jesus. Tony Sonny, be blessed.